So what do you think it'll be like when the first plague of the Great Tribulation comes? Do you think it will be like when Moses was in the mountain and God told him to gather the people and put a boundary around the mountain for on the third day and to get the people ready because on the third day he would speak to the people? Do you think it will be like that? It's a rather interesting thought because God could certainly make this happen to announce the Great Tribulation. Let's look at, um, it's going to be, Exodus 19, verse 16. And it came to pass on the third day in the morning that there were thunders and lightnings and a thick cloud upon the mount and the voice of the trumpet exceedingly loud so that all the people that was in the camp trembled. What would happen if all of a sudden Everybody on the whole earth heard this very loud trumpet. Wouldn't that be something? If they heard it and it continued for a long time, say five minutes of a very loud trumpet sounding, and there were lightnings and thunders so that all the people in the camp trembled, that would be pretty interesting, wouldn't it? If that did happen, you, hopefully, and I, if we're on the earth, would recognize what was happening. I don't think it'll be a thing where God speaks in an audible voice to every human on the earth saying, Okay, Kmart shoppers, on aisle 14, if you will look, you will see the Great Tribulation beginning. We're going to start in California, and what I'm going to do is bring hail and lightning and burn every tree and over the whole earth one-third of the earth will be stricken with the first plague that's what we read about the first plague in revelation chapter 8 or will it be something like happened in the year 2020 there were great forest fires in California. There's almost always forest fires in certain times of the year in California. The Santa Ana winds come and I suppose lightning starts the fires and forests burns and houses burn. But this time in 2020 it was different for one reason. It was much more extensive than previous years. Many more acres burned than previous years. In 2020, also, we had very large forest fires in Colorado. And trees burned. The trees burned. In the areas where the forest fires were, I read on a CNN little report that uh, there were enormous fires in the Amazon rainforest. And it burned extensive amounts of forests, much more than previous years. And an entire island, I believe it's called Sand Island, in Australia, they were afraid they were going to lose the whole island because of forest fires. Had you ever heard of Sand Island? I hadn't. I hadn't until I saw the headline on CNN. The fact that we haven't heard it doesn't mean it didn't happen. You see, 
it could be that subtle. It could be a thing where we're not even aware the first plague has hit of the Great Tribulation. Let's look at Revelation chapter 8 concerning the starting of the Great Tribulation. And when he, Jesus, opened the seventh seal of this book, there was silence in heaven about the space of half an hour. And I saw the seven angels which stood before God, and to them were given seven trumpets. If we skip on down to verse 6, and the seven angels which had the seven trumpets prepared themselves to sound. The first angel sounded, and there followed hail and fire mingled with blood, and they were cast upon the earth, and the third part of trees was burnt up, and all green grass was burnt. Now this is on a third part of the earth, so it is entirely possible that most people wouldn't even be aware it happened. I don't know which way it'll be. God might announce it. He could even announce it with one loud trumpet sound, like he did on Mount Sinai. I mean, those angels have a trumpet, and the first angel sounded his trumpet, and that started the Great Tribulation. The first thing of the Great Tribulation was hail and fire mingled with blood that was cast upon the earth, and the third part of the trees burned. A third part of the trees. I think that means a third of the earth. I don't know how much it would take on a, to be a third of the earth, but it might, for example, start in California, and you might not see it in London. It might not even happen there. You might read a report of it, and probably if that happened, the climate control people would start saying, okay, I told you this was going to happen. If you didn't do something about climate, if you, if you didn't stop tearing up the ozone layers, if you didn't change the automobiles and get it into electric instead of gas, you were going to destroy the climate. See, they, they may think that. Or it could be announced with a trumpet or something else. So the question is, will we recognize it when it comes? I didn't hear anything at all about hail and lightning causing the fires in California or Colorado or the Amazon rainforest or Australia in 2020. People were so consumed with coronavirus at that time, I'm not sure how much impression this made, although we did see quite a lot of newscast about the fires in California. But I don't know that they were started by lightning or campfires or hail or what caused them. I didn't hear a report on that. But it's very much like what this first plague is. And it only happens on a third of the earth. 
The first angel sounded, and there was followed hail and fire mingled with blood. And they were cast upon the earth, and the third part of trees was burnt up, and all the green grass was burnt up. And I, I think God revealed to me that that is a third of the earth where it happened. So it could be various countries, and if you don't happen to live in that country, you might not even be aware of it, like in Australia with Sand Island. And the second angel sounded, and it was as a great mountain burning with fire was cast into the sea, and the third part of the sea became blood. And the third part of the creatures which were in the sea and had life died, and the third part of the ships were destroyed. I've always sort of pictured that great mountain burning with fire sliding off into the sea. I can just I mean, I'm not in any way saying this is Mount Rainier at Seattle, but I can sure picture something like that because I've seen Mount Rainier and I know Puget Sound on the other side of Seattle. And I can just see Mount Rainier burning with fire sliding off into the sea. But I'm certainly not saying that's it. One could just see those that... Uh, island that has the volcanoes in Hawaii burning with fire and sliding off into the sea. And the same thing with the volcanoes in Indonesia that have been recently reported. We've got volcanoes, active volcanoes in many places, and it may not even be an active volcano. It could be some volcano that hasn't erupted for millions of years. Because God will do what he wills. But this is what we watch for. Watch for the, the second plague, that mountain burning with fire sliding off into the sea. And then the side effects of this, a third part of the creatures which were in the sea and had life died. And a third part of the ships were destroyed. We've had lots of eruptions of volcanoes for decades but I don't believe we've ever had anything like this where the third part of the creatures in the sea died and a third part of the ships were destroyed. But those are the keys. The great mountain burning with fire slides off into the sea and a third part of the creatures that had life died, and a third part of the ships were destroyed. The third plague is the same type of thing. The third angel sounded, and there fell a great star from heaven burning as it were a lamp, and it fell upon the third part of the rivers. So this third part, God got my attention one time very strongly, on this subject of the third part. Not a whole world, but a third part. And plagues one, two, three have that in them, the third part. So that third plague is a great star from heaven burning as it were a lamp, and it fell upon the third part of the rivers and upon the fountains of water, and the name of the star is called Wormwood. And the third part of the waters became wormwood, 
and many men died of the waters because they were made bitter. Revelation chapter 8 verse 12. When we get to the fourth angel that sounds, I think this means over the entire earth this will appear. And the fourth angel sounded, and the third part of the sun was smitten. I believe that means for a third part of the day, the sun didn't shine. That we had less daylight by a third part of the current daylight. That would greatly affect everything. That would be a shorter growing season. And no telling what kind of implications will come from this one. But I think that third part is all over the world. So let's read it once again. And the fourth angel sounded, and the third part of the sun was smitten, and the third part of the moon, and the third part of the stars. So as the third part of them was darkened, and the day shone not for the third part of it, and the night likewise. Verse 13, And I beheld, and an angel sounded through the midst of heaven, saying with a loud voice, Woe, woe, woe unto the inhabitants of the earth, by reason of which the other voices of the trumpets of the three angels, which are yet to sound. He is basically saying, it's going to be a lot worse with the other angels that sound their trumpets and loose the plagues upon the world. We've already heard four trumpets sound and loose plagues. Now we're going to hear three more trumpets, and that is going to be shown in Revelation chapter 9. And the fifth angel sounded, and I saw a star fall from heaven unto the earth. And to him was given the key of the bottomless pit. And he opened the bottomless pit, and there arose a smoke out of the pit, as the smoke of a great furnace, just totally black. And the sun and the air were darkened by reason of the smoke of the pit. And there came out of the smoke locusts upon the earth, and unto them was given power, as the scorpions of the earth have power. And it was commanded them that they should not hurt the grass of the earth, neither any green thing, neither any tree, but only those men which have not the seal of God in their foreheads. This was a plague that was only going to touch the men who did not have the seal of God, the unbelievers. Verse 5, And to them it was given that they should not kill them, but they should torment them five months. This is the only plague that spells out the exact period of time for it to continue, five months. And their torment was as the torment of a scorpion when he strikes a man. And in those days shall men seek death. They, it's so bad that they will want to die. 
and they shall not find it, and they shall desire to die, and death shall flee from them. And the shapes of the locusts were like unto horses prepared unto battle, and on their heads were, as it were, crowns like gold, and their faces were as the faces of men, and they had hair as the hair of women, and their teeth were as the teeth of lions. And they had breastplates, and as it were breastplates of iron, and the sound of their wings was like the sound of chariots of many horses running to battle. That reminds me of uh, helicopters. Every time I read this, I think of helicopters. And they had tails like unto scorpions, and there were stings in their tails, and their power was to hurt men for five months. And they had a king over them, which is the angel of the bottomless pit, whose name in the Hebrew tongue is Abaddon, but in the Greek tongue his name is Apollon. One woe is past, and behold, there come two woes more thereafter. So do you think you'll recognize that this is the great tribulation when you start seeing these things? And I prayed that if I'm on the earth, that I will recognize it. I certainly can't say that I would recognize it, except that's what I have prayed. That if I'm on the earth, that I will recognize it. I think the majority of people will not recognize it. I think what will happen to them is that they will begin trying to explain it. Oh, again, I think climate control will be one of the big excuses for what it is that hit the earth. But for sure, I think the people of the world will begin to say, what's happening? What is this? What's causing this? And why is this only striking certain men and not the others? And they will begin to hunt through their scientists the reasons for this. I think it'll sort of be like the coronavirus, which some people want to attribute to being caused by some food market in China and then spreading all over the world. I'm not at all sure that's correct. I've always had a a doubt about this explaining of coronavirus. I've often prayed and told God I would sure like to know what coronavirus is. We've never seen anything like it where it hit the whole earth. The whole earth. It could be one of the pestilences that is the beginning of sorrows. Because in the beginning of sorrows, they had wars, wars, rumors of wars, and pestilences, famines. So it could be one of the beginnings of sorrows because Jesus described it in Matthew 24 as the beginning of sorrows. And then the Great Tribulation came. Coronavirus might be a very strong announcement preceding the Great Tribulation. That would not surprise me at all. I know the hope of the world is vaccines. I'm really doubtful about this subject. I don't feel like this is going to solve the problem, although I certainly could be wrong. But I know that this is what the world is hoping, is that they get a vaccine. 
they have announced on CNN just today that um, they have said don't give people who are over seven, 65 years old, don't give them the vaccine. Uh, I don't remember which name it was. But I thought, well, this is, what if you're 64? Or what if you're 66? Because all these numbers, they don't make sense to me at all. They'll always say, 66, at, at 65, don't give anybody this vaccine if they're over 65. AstraZeneca, I believe, is the vaccine that they were speaking of. But there is so much confusion on this vaccine subject. Now, it's not my intention to take a vaccine. I'm not telling you what to do. By any stretch of the imagination will I tell you that you're not supposed to take it. I have prayed about it. First, I don't want to take it. But I decided don't be quite so smug and proud. So I prayed and I told God, if you want me to take this vaccine, I will do it. But I haven't heard a thing from God telling me or leading me to do this. But that's for me. That's not necessarily for you. I know Pam Paget and I both feel the same way about this. But once again, the coronavirus could very well be the beginning of sorrows. The pestilence of the beginning of sorrows. It's in Matthew 24, that beginning of sorrows subject. And it could be a strong announcement waking us up to the coming great tribulation. Back to Revelation chapter 9, verse 13. And the sixth angel sounded, and I heard a voice from the four horns of the golden ark, which is before God, saying to the sixth angel, which had the trumpet, Loose the four angels which are bound in the great river Euphrates. And the four angels were loosed, which were prepared for an hour and a day and a month and a year for to slay the third part of men. I think that means the third part of men of the whole earth would be slain by what was coming in this sixth angel sounding. Verse 16, And the number of the army of the horsemen were 200,000, and I heard the number of them. And thus I saw the horses in the vision, and they that sat upon them, having breastplates of fire, and of hyacinth and brimstone, and the heads of the horses were as the heads of lions, and out of their mouths issued fire and smoke and brimstone. By these three was the third part of men killed by the fire and by the smoke and by the brimstone, which issued out of their mouths. For their power is in their mouth and in their tails, for their tails were like unto serpents, and had heads, and they were with them to do hurt. Every time I read this part, I always think of planes that have their fire coming out of their mouth and their tails. And the rest of the men which were not killed by these plagues repented not of the works of their hands, and they 
that they should not worship devils and idols of gold and silver and brass and stone and of wood, neither can see nor hear nor walk. I know there is a scripture which says that men in this day will cast aside their silver and gold. It'll be worthless to them. We can't imagine them casting aside their silver and gold, can we? But they will. It will mean nothing. It will have no value whatsoever. They will hide in the caves and they will pray even for the cave to fall on top of us and kill them. It will be so bad during the Great Tribulation. And they will seek death and they shall not find it. Even though they hunt death, they shall not find a way to die. Verse 20, And the rest of the men which were not killed by these plagues, yet repented not of the works of their hands, that they should worship devils and of idols of gold and silver and brass and stone and of wood, which can neither see nor hear nor walk. Neither repented they of their murders, nor of their sorceries, nor of their fornications, nor of their thefts. I have been to churches where pastors lied to the church. I would even go to those individual pastors, and they had finally admitted that that it wasn't in the Bible, what they had taught, what they had said. They just made up the things of the Bible. And they were very angry with me. They weren't ashamed at all of what they had said. I would have been so ashamed. I'm so careful in handling the word of God and praying over God, helping me to speak what he wants. But they weren't even ashamed. How could it be that these preachers were not ashamed? Because they're antichrist. They don't repent, just like in the book of Revelation. They don't repent. They did not repent, verse 20. Verse 21, neither repented they of their murders, nor of their sorceries, nor of their fornication, nor of their thefts. So we have had seven angels sound their trumpets, and loose these woes upon the earth. Next, we have seven more angels who have vials of plagues of God which they pour out upon the world. And I heard a great voice out of the temple saying to the seven angels, Go your ways and pour out the vials of the wrath of God upon the earth. That's Revelation chapter 16, where we read of the next seven of the wraths of God with the vials of angels pouring out individual wraths upon this earth. Revelation chapter 16, verse 2. And the first angel went and poured out his vial upon the earth. And there fell a noisome and grievous sore upon the men 
which had the mark of the beast, and upon them which worshipped his image. A noisome and grievous sore came upon the men all over the earth who had worshipped the beast and had not the mark of God. Noisome, I looked this up, and it means an, a terrible smelling, odorous sore, something that smells terrible, and very grievous sore. When this happens, it will certainly get the attention of the medical world. What do we do about this? And people will run to doctors, I'm sure, and seek a reason and a solution. And they will look about this solution. And I think we will hear a lot about that, those who are left on the earth. I think there will be sort of like a coronavirus uprising, and it will come in the form of a odor-filled, grievous sore. And it will be on some people and not others. Why would it strike some and not others? Can we catch it by contagious means? Or is it the mark of the beast versus the godly? For there will be the elect of God during the great tribulation. For Jesus says in Matthew 24 that if the time are not shortened, there shall no flesh be saved. But for the elect's sake, the time will be shortened of the great tribulation. These things will happen, but the time will be shortened for the elect's sake. That's in Matthew 24. Verse 3. The second angel poured out his vial upon the sea, and it became as the blood of a dead man. And every living soul died in the sea. Now they will have a really big time with that one. For you talk about finding out what killed the fish, what killed every living thing in the sea. There was a report on CNN, January 28th, which said 700 pelicans had died, and the scientists were trying to find out what killed the pelicans. I thought about the Great Tribulation when I heard that. I'm not saying it is the Great Tribulation, but it'll be that kind of thing. Every living thing will die that's in the sea. And the third angel poured out his vial upon the rivers and the fountains of water, and they became blood. And I heard the angel of the waters say, Thou art righteous, O Lord, which art and wast and shall be, because thou hast judged thus. For they have shed the blood of saints and prophets, and thou hast given them blood to drink, for they are worthy of having blood to drink. And I heard another out of the altar say, Even so, Lord God Almighty, true and righteous are thy judgments. And the fourth angel poured out his vial upon the sun, and power was given unto him to scorch men with fire. And men were scorched with great heat and blasphemed the name of God, 
which hath power over these plagues, and they repented not to give God glory. And the fifth angel poured out his vial upon the seat of the beast, and his kingdom was full of darkness, and they gnawed at their tongues for pain, and blasphemed the God of heaven because of their pains and their sores, and repented not of their deeds. And the sixth angel poured out his vial upon the great river Euphrates, and the water thereof was dried up, that the way of the kings of the east might be prepared. And I saw three unclean spirits, like frogs, come out of the mouth of the dragon, and out of the mouth of the beast, and out of the mouth of the false prophet. For they are the spirits of devils working miracles, which go forth unto the kings of the earth and of the whole world to gather them to the battle of that great day of God Almighty. Jesus says, Behold, I come as a thief. Blessed is he that watcheth and keepeth his garments, lest he walk naked and they see his shame. And he gathered them together into a place called in the Hebrew tongue Armageddon. Verse 17 of Revelation chapter 16. The seventh angel is going to sound. And this is the last of the wrath of God. This is the 14th total angel that brings the next woe. Verse 17. And the seventh angel poured out his vial into the air. And there came a great voice out of the temple of heaven from the throne saying, It is done. It's the end. And there were voices and thunders and lightnings, and there was a great earthquake, such as was not since men were upon the earth, so mighty an earthquake, and so great. And the great city was divided into three parts, and the city of the nations fell. The cities of the nations fell. We can kind of imagine this again with coronavirus because didn't we see New York City stop in one day? Didn't we see Times Square without people? Didn't we see all cities of the world pull back and close businesses and stop everything because of coronavirus? Who would have ever thought the entire world could be affected by one virus to the degree that the nations of the cities would fall. Well, in this case, I don't know if it's an earthquake as we know earthquakes or if it's something like coronavirus that closes everything down. But we've certainly seen it happen. Reading again, verse 19. And the great city was divided into three parts, and the cities of the nations fell. And great Babylon came into remembrance before God to give her the cup of the wine of the fierceness of God's wrath. Now this next one, verse 20. 
and every island fled away, and the mountains were not found. And there fell upon men a great hail out of heaven, every stone about the weight of a talent, and men blasphemed God because of the plague of the hail, for the plague was exceeding great. A great hail, and it was so bad, men blasphemed God. They did not repent of their sins. They blasphemed God because of the plague of great hail. For the plague thereof was exceeding great. And those are the plagues of the great tribulation, the 14 plagues. And after that, immediately after the great tribulation, Matthew chapter 24, the powers of heaven were shaken immediately after those 14 plagues of the great tribulation. And the next thing that happened is the sign of Jesus was seen coming through the air. And he sent forth his angels to gather the elect of God to take them off the earth. And that's what we read in Matthew chapter 24, verses 29 through 31. Amos chapter 5 describes for us the great tribulation and what it will be like. Start at verse 18. Woe unto you that desire the day of the Lord. To what end is it for you? The day of the Lord is darkness and not light. As if a man did flee from a lion and ran into a bear. Or went into his house, thinking he was safe, leaned his hand on the wall and a serpent bit him. This is what the Great Tribulation is like. One problem after another. Coronavirus versus this, versus that, versus this, versus that. And it goes on through 14 plagues and woes. One thing after another. And men will be worn down. There is no answer. This is what the Great Tribulation is. Verse 20, shall not the day of the Lord be darkness and not light, even very dark and no brightness in it? During coronavirus, people became depressed. There was a lot of trouble all over the world because of the coronavirus and because they were shut up into their houses for fear of catching this disease. And they kept looking for the way of life that had disappeared, the joy, the gladness. And instead, it was darkness, depression. They were fed up with it. That's what it's like in the Great Tribulation. Will we recognize it when it begins? Will we recognize the various plagues of God? One closing scripture, Daniel chapter 12, verse 1. And at that time shall Michael, the great angel, stand up, the great prince Michael, which standeth for the children of thy people, 
and there shall be a time of trouble such as never was since there was a nation even to that time. And at that time thy people shall be delivered, every one that is found written in the book of life. And many of them which sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life, and some to shame and everlasting contempt. And they that be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament, and they that turn many to righteousness as the stars forever and ever. Verse 10 of Daniel chapter 12. Many shall be purified and made white and tried, but the wicked shall do wickedly, and none of the wicked shall understand, but the wise shall understand. All these things are written out in the Bible concerning the end times for us to see what's going to happen. Thank you for allowing me to speak with you today.